Well, good day, everybody. Pastor Tim Karskatton here, Christian Center Shreveport, doing our daily podcast. So glad you joined us today. Another week we start trying to release the prophetic, what the Lord's saying for us this hour. And we had a prophetic vision I want to share because it's timely for us about a breaker anointing that's going to come in different ways that you never thought. All right, let's listen in. Like a raging torrent inside I find that I'm free falling again I'm letting go of the mountain view Letting go about what I'm to I've been crucified with Christ Crucified beautiful the song goes on to say and that's what the joy of being crucified with Christ and that's where we are we've been teaching that on our ministry of reconciliation keep those uh, views going we're doing that on Wednesday nights at Christian Center Street well welcome it's the 26th day Monday of February 2024 we're going to shut down another Gregorian month here in just a few days so Wow, it's faster than I wanted it to be. I've been busy, been traveling quite a bit. I just returned from New Orleans. Just had an amazing time with ministry down there, our friends down there in uh, New Orleans and getting Christian Fellowship and Apostle Willie Wooten and others. We just were so blessed to minister with them and for them, uh, holding the lamp and the light for New Orleans, which I believe is one of the key cities in the world. It's one of the great export-import cities of the world, but it speaks of the the grace of God to have a place to export the goodness of God and import the greatness of God into a nation because it's the mouthpiece of the nation because the Mississippi River comes there, if you don't know American geography, and that goes right up the center of our country, and you can release things into the whole nation from that city. It's known much for Mardi Gras and some of the debauchery, but that's not really who they are, and we were there to encourage them. So if you're from New Orleans and you were there with us this weekend, thank you for receiving us, and, and we bless you today as you listen today to today's podcast. Well, uh, I just want to release a, a vision I had from the Lord uh, concerning Breaker. You know, that's a a term that's used a lot. We've been in the spirit field movement, been talking about breakthrough and the breaker anointing. We use that term a lot and probably gets overused. And the, the danger of overusing a term is it loses its weight. And so sometimes we'll change the, the, the verbiage or something and mean the same thing, just maybe semantically change it a little bit so that people will start feeling the weight of it again. And uh, so I don't know what word I could use for this because it was a breaker anointing and it was going in, in many different ways. And so I want to lay that out for us here today and show you what I tell you what I saw. First of all, I was listening uh, on our journey back home from New Orleans and uh, Dutch Sheets was speaking at Lou Engel's conference and they were believing for this in America. They're believing that God is going to raise up the Esters uh, and this 
fall, I think it's October 12, in Washington, D.C., they're believing for over one million women to gather and on the Day of Atonement. So if you're in America, you want to be a part of that, even the nations, they're, they're wanting to gather that. And it's a great call, really, to rescue our children and to rescue our nation from uh, you know, the disaster that we are seeing in our nation. And uh, Dutch and Dutch Sheets and Louisville were a big part of There were some prophetic and some dreams that, that those two were going to be used to help you know, rescue our nation in prayer through intercession, and that's that's something we believe for. Well, he was praying, Dutch was prophesying and praying, and, they, and he, he did say the word breakthrough this year. He said this would be a year of major breakthrough for the harvest and many other things. He was really decreeing some amazing things under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And then all of a sudden, I see uh, Micah 2 and uh, verses 12 and 13, I just see it in the spirit, and it's funny because I know exactly where it is in my Bible because I prayed it quite a few times on the bottom left side of my Bible. You know how you do that? You remember a scripture by its location where you are in your normal Bible. And then I saw this, this I don't know what to call it. It was a um, some container that held the breaker anointing. I, I believe it has to do with angels as well. I believe there are breaker angels. But when he said it, this thing just began to break out all over different directions. And I saw like these arrows, big thick arrows, but like they were highways coming out of this container. And as, as, as Dutch was prophesying, I saw this thing explode and it began to release across the earth. And so I believe we're in a moment. So let me read the scripture. And this was a word to Israel, but we can relay it to where we are right now. In Micah chapter 2, verses 12 and 13, he says, I will surely assemble all of Jacob. I will surely gather the remnant of Israel, and I will put them together like sheep in the fold and like a flock in the midst of the pasture, and they will be noisy before with men. And then here's what the key verse, verse 13. It says, and the breaker goes up before them. The break, if they break out. They pass through the gate. They go out by it, so their king goes before them and the Lord at their head. And that's exactly what I believe I saw. I saw this breaker go up. I saw it go out. I saw it pass through other areas. I saw it go out in many different directions. And what I love the anointing is that it doesn't matter what things are coming against you. He has an answer to break through it. And then I love the part there where it says that the king goes on before them. In other words, the breaker is determined by the king going out before. And there's what fear would you have if you could actually see King Jesus go out before you? If you knew him in the, in the glory and the majesty of who he is through scripture, through experience, and you saw him go out before you as a breaker, you, you would have no doubt that what you're believing for, what you're going through, would have a breakthrough anointing. And I know I'm telling you, you're going to have to trust that I heard the Lord and my vision, but we always remember this, that Jesus said, more blessed are those who believe than those who see. So there's a blessing that comes because, you know, the, the early disciples saw Jesus, but he, he said, more blessed are those who don't see yet believe. And so as you release your faith today, you're going to have a greater release breakpoint for your life. And so I know we've all 
received difficult news and we're going through that watch tv every day newscast you can see how difficult and it's always wonder how do i do how do i get out of this situation Uh, if i'm in a difficult place how do i get out and i think we're all at that place in many areas of our life i think we all are what's going to be the end of my battle this challenge is overwhelming Um, and you get to a place where you have a hard time believing for a better day but when these things happen, it may, it may be hard to see, but you need to understand this story. And it must have been on the minds of the Israelites when they, who listened to Micah's prophecy. Micah told God's people, the Israelites, that God was going to punish them for the disobedience, the rebellion, their oppression uh, of the weak and the innocent. And God had to put up with his people's ungodly behavior long enough. He's going to bring about a particular terrible punishment, etc. And you hear all that. And God's warning to the Israelites is, is that trouble was coming their way and there was no way it was going to be able to escape from them and they would reap what had sown. Um, but the key here is that God would raise up a king to lead his people and God's people would follow the king to victory. This is the beauty of God. And so in the midst of judgment, there was hope. Within this prophecy of God's judgment on the Israelites, God abruptly announces a promise of restoration that would come after the nation's difficulties as it goes through some of the worst things it was ever going to go through. So his message to rebellious Israelites was that God was going to, yes, take them through judgment, but he was also going to save them. Think about our nations. Think about your own life going through judgments of mistakes you've made. I want you to understand this. While while the false prophets of Israel had rejected God's word about Israel's destruction, Micah's prophecy turned out to be more than just a judgment of God's people. It's the same God who holds us accountable and brings judgment to the oppressors will surely save his people in the end. That's what the joy we have. So the first main section here ends up in this chapter with these two verses about the shepherd of Israel who gathers his sheep into a protective fold, and then he leads them out as their triumphant king. And these, these are the things that we're believing for that I want you to focus on. So no matter what you've been through, what we're going through as a people, as a nation, let's believe those three things that we see in that story. God will surely gather his people. That, to me, is an awakening, an outpouring. A revival, whatever you want to put title to. But he's also going to raise up a king to lead his people. I believe that's King Jesus, but he's also going to raise up leaders in the earth. And then God's people will follow their king to victory. That's what we're going to do right now. So when I saw this thing explode, as the prophecy was coming forth, I just also knew had no hope. This container, by the way, I didn't describe it fully, but it was pure white. It didn't lack purity because it was from the king. It was from the Lord. So we we must decree that our Lord is our king. And he said, I'll surely will gather you. God's promise to his people is that he will gather them together one day. We know that's a prophetic picture of Israel, but he also remembered three ways that God's people was going to help. God was going to help his people. He's going to assemble them. He's going to gather them, and then he's going to set them together. 
He will set them together in the ways that God wants you to. So those statements there is God is going to bring his people together again. Let's believe for our people, the people of God. Because remember, we're grafted in. We're part of the, the commonwealth of Israel. We are, in a statement, part of that issue. Let's believe that. He's going to gather us again, assemble us together. We've been so disjointed, scattered. Maybe your family has. Maybe you've been scattered that way, and you need breakthrough for your family to come back together. Apply this message today. Because this thing was for America. They were praying for when, when Dutch Sheets was prophesying. But I saw it get much bigger than that. When God does something in the earth, he has a great thing that he wants to do. Uh, and, and the purpose of this is what? So his kingdom will advance. The Savior is, is going to be God, right? God who judges people and punished them in that story would also be the one who assembles them and gathers them back together. And God will set them together. And it will be all of God's doing. And I want you to catch this. Everything that you're going to go through and you've been going through, God was all part of it. Even if the enemy was engaged against you, even if it got very difficult for you, then know this, that God was not oblivious to what you were going through. And his people will follow their king to victory. I love that part of the verse. Is that the one who breaks through the people's captivity, who opens the way and goes before the people, is the king. It was not only the one who breaks through, but the king enables God's people to break through and pass through the gate. He leads a remnant of people that go out of bondage, out of their nation's bondage or whatever, to follow him. Not only does he open the breach, but he goes out before them. So here's the, what the God's about to do for you and do for all of us. He's, going about, to, he's about to break through and, and create a breach for us, and then he's going to go out before us. So it's almost like he's busting a wall down, and he, he's going through the wall himself, and he, says, and he looks at us and says, follow me. Come, we're going to have a breakthrough moment. So I want you to believe that today as I close out this vision. So the king passes on before them and the Lord is at their head. That's what the passage says. He's your headship right now. Don't forget that. Don't forget the purpose that you are not alone in this battle, that you have a king that goes before you. And right now we're in a moment where this breaker anointing of, of Micah 2.13 here is before us. Now we have gone through some judgments. We've gone through some difficulties. Let's pray for the gathering of the revival, the outpouring. But then let's also believe for the breakthrough. That has to be our heart today. Well, let me pray for you. Whatever situation you're going in, whatever you're believing for your nation, for your city. Lord, I just pray for everybody listening today that they would be so encouraged that your goodness and your grace has gone before us and you have prepared the way. And now, Lord... You say that you're going to break through the breach. You're going to go through and go before us and be our king. You're going to go out and you're going to lead your people. You're our head. We are not the head. You are. And Lord, with your headship, there is nothing that can be held back from us. What a In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks again for listening each and every day here on our daily podcast here from Christian Center of Shreveport. We're so glad you're with us. 
Remind you that our All at School of Ministry is now taking applications for the fall semester 2024. If you're interested in being a full-time school of ministry, contact us at allofsm.org or .com. And you can uh, find all the information about it. We do practicality. We don't just teach you in a class, but we let you practice that. You can check that out. Don't forget your giving. You can go to our website, our app, and do that as well. We're so thankful for your sowing into this ministry today. We love each and every one of you. All right, come back tomorrow.